Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the weekend. It's all about sports. And it's all on Sal's mind. It's Sports Talk Saturday with Sal Capaccio on WGR Sports Radio 550. I was just... I was just telling young Nathan we need to come up with a new open. That one's like really short. Like as soon as it starts, boom, you're on the air. Hey, man, I'm just going to be typing. No, you're on the air. Holy cow. That thing comes out. Like how long is that open? Like it's all as soon as the guy starts. Let's, let's time it. Let's play it again. Let's play it again. Let's time the open as soon as the guy starts till the end till his last second that he speaks. Let's let, let's try and time that open. Are you ready? Can we do that? All right. I'm going to I'm going to time. I'll bring out my little. Stopwatch here on the phone. Hold on. Hold on. You ready? I want you to play it and tell me. And you ready, Nate? Here we go. And go ahead. It's the weekend. It's all about sports. And it's all on Sal's mind. It's Sports Talk Saturday with Sal Capaccio on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right. It's 10 seconds. 10.6, actually. That's a, that's a, it's, a Usa, it's an Usain Bolt. It's an Usain Bolt 100. I mean, in fact, it's, it's a little slower I mean, than that. A little slower. To really Usain's under, to under that. that but. It's unfair. Uh, yeah, I know. So, you know, th- that's what we need to do. We need to come up with a new open. That's what you're going to be in charge of uh, this week. Um, and we'll do that. Maybe you have one for you, one for me. Nate's usually hosting when I'm on the road. I'm usually hosting when the Bills are home. So here we are today, ready to rock and roll. It is a beautiful, beautiful Western New York Saturday. And we were just talking off the air, Nate and I can't believe this is the last week of high school football before the playoffs begin. And usually I think we're all kind of, by the time high school football ends, you're thinking it's cold weather, you know, you're, you're bundled up. I mean, it's a little chilly this morning, but there's only seven games in the, in the high school football season. So, you know, it, it comes a little early, but we got some warm weather as well. So it kind of makes you, throws you off that that's the case. Seven games. They play they, Texas, Florida, Georgia down there. They play 10, 11 games in a regular season. It's crazy. Play seven games up here. Come on, give these kids more games. That's a story for another time. We should fight that, though. Today, a ton to get to. A ton. And, I mean, we're going we're gonna to kind of be bouncing around today because we have so much to get to. But I think all of the stuff we have to talk about today is really important for all of us. We'll get to Colin Kaepernick. We'll get to the Bills, 3-0, going for their fourth in a row. Sabres, OMG, sad face, what's going on? Injuries everywhere. And then you look up at what's going on in Toronto and Edmonton and their guys, and then our guy, and oh my God, face palm. I just want to crawl in a, under a rock right now when it comes to that. But you can't. And we'll get with Paul Hamilton at noon. He'll uh, give us his thoughts on all that with the Sabres. One to two o'clock today. I got a special guest coming in, John Scott from Time Warner Cable News and Time Warner Cable Sports, and he's going to be in here with me. And John's a John's a 
guy, obviously, who covers the Bills and covers the Sabres, but he's also a big Cleveland guy. So his Indians are in the ALCS, and I figured we'd have some good talk about that. We'll talk about Kaepernick with him as well. But John's going to come in um, from 1 to 2 with me. We'll host. We can take some calls with him as well. And I do some TV stuff with him on the on the uh, Time Warner side of things. So glad to have him come in studio today, 1 to 2 p.m. I put a Twitter poll up about a uh, half hour ago. And the results of the poll show me why I have to do what I have to do. And what I mean is, the poll says, what topic should I start with on Sports Talk Saturday today? And then I put a note in there, my vote counts the most. The three choices were, in order, Colin Kaepernick, Bills three in a row, Sabres awful week. I predicted with Nate what the winner would be, and I was right. It was Bills three in a row. It got to 60%. Most people, hey, it's Saturday, it's positive, let's go. Bills three in a row, why do I want to talk about Kaepernick? I don't want to discuss the Sabres, I want to kind of block that out. 60%. 32% of you who tweeted, and I'm sorry, voted, at Sal Sports on Twitter, by the way. Oh, exactly 500 votes right now, that's cool. Got exactly 500 votes, that's cool for only like... A half hour. 32% of you said Sabres awful week. 8% of you said Colin Kaepernick. And one of the very, very first responses to my tweet is exactly why I actually have to start with Colin Kaepernick. Because one of the very first responses is pretty much the example of why it's so important to start with that. But since all of you voted for the Bills, I will. You ready? Here we go. Bills won three in a row. They're going for four tomorrow. Listen to the game on WGR. I started with the Bills, Nate. There you go. Your disclaimer I, is terrible. Oh, my what God. A terrible We'll disclaimer. get to a lot of Bills talk later. And, you know, Colin Kaepernick actually does piggyback on the Bills because, you know, look, look at the, the, the eyes of the NFL nation are going to be on Western New York tomorrow. I was listening to ESPN Radio earlier this week, and they had a discussion about Kaepernick. And one of the things that was brought up, which is true, is, It's the storyline of the week in this league that he's starting with all that's surrounding him. Now, even if he didn't have all that other stuff surrounding him, him starting after the career he started with and then where his career went would be a pretty big story because he hasn't been. And people want to see, what can he do? Is it Can he fit in this Chip Kelly offense? Let's see. And on the reverse side of that, even if he wasn't starting... He would still be a story because he is every week in this league for what has happened, what has transpired, and the protesting and the anthem and all of that. And when he was announced as the starter on Tuesday, I was riveted and tuned in to this radio station, Chopin the Bulldog. I thought they had, look, they've been around a long time, and I think that this is a compliment to them. It's not supposed to be a backhanded compliment. One of the best shows I've ever heard Chopin the Bulldog have Because of the frank, honest discussion they had, and many of you had, when you called in. And I I really, it was, it was, it's what I think sports talk radio should be about, and really any talk radio should be about, is how the interaction went throughout most of that four-hour period. But it got me thinking a lot about it. I mean, it really got me thinking. It got me going back and thinking about when this all started with him and the anthem protest. And then where we are now, and it got me thinking about this coming up weekend and how Bills fans are going to react. And 
it, it took me back to how I originally felt about everything to where my feelings have evolved. And it's been a few weeks now, right? It's been a month since he's been doing this. I mean, he started doing it really in the preseason and then no one noticed for two weeks and someone asked him, one of the media members, hey, have you been doing this? Why are you doing this? And then he said it. So, I mean, that was fallacy number one that immediately he went out there just to, you know, show everybody, hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting when he actually did it for two weeks and no one noticed. But then once it was brought to his attention and he, I guess, was told maybe, you know, you might want to kneel, it might be more respectful, whatever. So that's how all that evolved. But here's, here's, here's how I have divvied this up in my own mind. I want to be clear how I say this first, okay? Because this is a, this is a, a topic you tread lightly on. I should say it's a heavy topic, but you, you have to be very, be very careful the, the waters you navigate here. And how you say things. Because a lot of you are going to hear things that I say or anybody else says in the topic. And you're going to think in your own mind that something else was said. So it's important to hear the whole thing. And to try and understand it. And I'd invite your calls on it. I do want to talk about it today. I think it's important because tomorrow the eyes of the, the NFL nation and even more than the NFL nation will be upon Buffalo, New York. And how we respond to this and how we react to this. 803-0550, South Sports on Twitter, by the way. Thanks a lot for joining us here on Sports Talk Saturday. So get your calls in, and, and, I'll, and I'll get to you on this. And I'd like to have a, a, a frank and thoughtful discussion, and I'd like to get into him being, go from that to him on the field and how that's going to affect you know, anything that's going on, whether it will or not, and then how the Bills have to play it both off the field and on the field, and you know where we go from here. But how I've divvied up my feelings is this. Make no mistake. I, I hate what he does. I, I just I don't I don't want to see anybody sit for an anthem. I don't want to see anybody kneel for an anthem. I'm as right on there with so many of you as respectful as you can be about this whole thing. This is this is to honor this country. It's to honor the military. It's to honor the freedoms we have. And you know you you should never do that. I think it's disrespectful. I, I've been in situations where I've been in stadiums and never wait years ago. Even I remember being. I went to a basketball game and a high school basketball game locally. And I remember and there were people in the stands actually sitting during the anthem. I said, that's weird. What are they doing? Never thought. My my first initial thought was maybe that person has a medical issue. I don't know. But maybe that person wasn't. Maybe they were doing it for some some other reason. I, I never thought about it in those terms until all this started happening, to be quite honest. But I always thought it was kind of weird. If you're doing that for that reason, no, no, no. Uh, coaching kids, teaching kids. It's one of the things I can tell you. I've always, I always made sure, man, you stand for that anthem. You don't have to put, I don't, I don't have to put, I don't put my hand on my heart for the anthem. I stand at attention kind of, you know, not with a, I wasn't in the military. I didn't put my hand up like a salute, but stand at attention, hands behind your back or at your side or whatever. Um, my son actually now, even on the Sabres game, he's two, he's two years, 10 months. He was, he kind of sings the anthem for Sabres games and he doesn't really know the words. He just kind of uh, like that. It's pretty cool, but I'll teach him the respect. So I hate what he's doing. But to be honest with you, here, here's, here's where this has gone for me. I find myself defending him more and more simply because I hate the reaction to what he's doing even more. Like, I don't like what he's doing, but I understand and I think he has the right to do it and that's his freedoms are protected and this is what he wants to draw attention to and that's what our, this is the foundation and backbone and the hallmark of our country, really, going back to when people threw tea into a river and sit-ins and... 
bus protests and marches and that this is what civil disobedience and protesting is what this country many times things that have changed that needed to be changed in this country. So I get it. And that's his cause. That's what he wants. I'm okay with it. Like, I don't like it. It's not for me. It's not for me. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't teach anybody to do it. I wouldn't tell anybody personally that's okay to do it. But if that's what he wants to do, that's what people have fought for. And that's okay. My father was in Vietnam and he, he is no longer with us. But I would tell you if he was here, he would say the same thing. He'd say, I hate what he's doing, but I fought for him to have that right to do that. But to be honest with you, I've been having conversations over the last week with friends, family, radio people, Twitter, whatever. And I have now started to defend him even more than I ever wanted to. Simply because of the vitriolic reaction he's getting to it. And quite frankly, the ignorance and uneducation to what's going on and why he's doing it. It, it, And the example was, again. I mean, I could, the, the very first response to my Twitter poll is a good example, and I'm not going to read it out loud. You go to his Twitter feed, read all the N-words that come at him. I, I just think that the, the, that is how I've, and why, and I feel I feel sometimes like I'm so conflicted, like why, why am I defending him so much for what he's doing when I really don't even like what he's doing? And the reason I'm defending it so much is because so many people are having such a horrible, ridiculous, awful reaction to it that is really kind of proving his point. And I hate seeing that even more. And we shouldn't be, we shouldn't live in that place, but we do. So that that's kind of where I've come full circle on this whole thing. I was never one, even when he started, to say, hey, either A, hey, good for him, woo-hoo, definitely not that. Or B, oh my God, what an what what an awful awful person and un American. Look, I mean, I, I taught U.S. government in high school. Okay, I taught American history in high school. One of the basic tenets I taught kids was that they have a right to do this, <laughs> and and if that's what if that's what is your cause, and you want to be civil about it. And protest, you have that right. You get that right in the actual Constitution and the Bill of Rights to do this. Like, that's something I taught. So I'm not going to go and tell you that you can't do it. I don't like it. There's a lot of things I don't like. You have a right. Look at I'm okay with anybody in this country owning a gun, really. I mean, right? I mean, according to the laws and, you know, without criminals, whatever. I'm. That's fine. I'm I'm pro that. I just, it's not for me. It's the same same thing, kind of. It's not for me. I wouldn't do it. I don't like it. I don't like guns personally. But go ahead, man. I, can, I don't care if my neighbor owns a gun. It's okay. But I just think the vitriolic reaction that has happened over this and the ignorance to it has gotten me more mad at any actually kneeling that he's done for two minutes. When, oh, by the way, there are hundreds of people behind him in the stands going to the bathroom, standing in the hallway, talking on their phone at the same time he's kneeling and no one says anything about that. I mean, I know they're not protesting. I don't think. Who knows? Maybe they are. But anyway, that's where I've gone on this. So so that's what I feel. And I think tomorrow is going to be a really interesting day because it's right here in our own backyard. And we're going to see where this goes. And I hope that it goes to not the place that I fear it could go. And that we're going to be all over internet videos and Good Morning Americas and things like that on Monday morning about how Bills fans reacted, some of them, 
I just here here's my message: what you do, and, and, and if you're a fan, I think let the guy do what he's got to do. If that's what he feels, doesn't have to be for you, doesn't have to be something you like, and you can boo him all you want, and you can hate what he's doing all all you want, but do what he's got to do, and then go boo him, and you know go cheer for the Bills, and then it's over. I, I just that that. But if you if you also feel the same way he does, you have every right to sit or kneel or do whatever you want, because that's what we do in this country, and that's what. We've done for hundreds of years. And it's protected. 8030550 Okay, Marty in Orchard Park. Hi Marty, you're on WGR. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. Uh, I'm a veteran uh, of the Marines. And I and I want to say that I agree with you that I I don't agree with how Kaepernick protests. I think it's offensive to the military and to veterans and stuff like that. And I've already served but I, I, with you, I agree he has that right, which is why I serve this country. I wish that he would come up with a different way to get his message across rather than insulting the people who fought and served for him to have his right. I think he represents something greater than himself when he's in that uniform of, the, of, his, uh, of San Francisco. And he represents something that I think being... NFL player, he should set an example. He can use his platform in speeches and talks, whatever. I just think doing it during the national anthem is horrible. Isn't that the right of a? Isn't that the point of a protest, though? You kind of do something that's a little more against the grain because you're actually trying to draw some attention to it. You're 100 percent correct, but being the fact that he is a NFL football player, mm-hmm. I wish he'd find a different avenue. I mean, ultimately, he's he's a millionaire, getting paid a lot of money to play a game. Ultimately, a game, a game which. Uh, he's obviously good at, and and the fact that you know he because he is playing that game he is making millions of dollars. To me, he should be a little more thankful. I, I don't, I don't, I don't personally, Marty. Uh, you know, with all due respect, and by the way, thank you very much for your service. By the way, but I, with all due respect, I do not think it matters how much someone makes uh, on what form of protest they want to take or shouldn't take. Um, I don't care if you are the janitor at the stadium during the game. If that's the protest you want to make, or if you're making nineteen million dollars. Uh, you know, what you did and what you served gives them that right. I'm not saying he doesn't have that right to protest. I right. Mean, I got you. I understand. And, Marty, I think we're coming from the same place. I hear you. Have, I hear you. I do hope I do hope that my fellow Buffalonians and Buffalo Bills fans will kind of remember that, suck it in, that we're also going to be on the national stage tomorrow. Just like you were That's saying. right. I, I agree with that 100%. Thanks, Marty. Again, thank you very much for your service uh, to our country and for calling in today. Joe in Hamburg. Hi, Joe. What do you think? Hey, what's up, Sal? Hey, um, listen, I, I agree with Marty 100%. And um, the thing is I disagree with Colin Kaepernick is he's protesting blacks being shot by cops, right? Well, that, that's part of it. He's pro- protesting police brutality, correct? But he's also protesting what he feels is um, inequality and injustice in America and, and other forms as well. And here's the other thing. It's, it's, it's proven stat more whites are shot by police officers in the country. And the other thing is, I could see if he was protesting the gangland shootings in Chicago. But again, he's not. He's. it's all encompassing, though, Joe. It's not one thing. It's not because blacks are killed by cops. It's, again, he's protesting what he feels is injustice in America in many forms. It, but see, I, I just... You just don't like what he's protesting for. I get it, but my point is that 
that that's not for you to call. What you can protest whatever you want. You could protest the fact that look, I, I saw <laughs> how about this? I saw a uh, sign. The the Buffalo News had a picture they had uh, tweeted out recently, like it's an archive picture or something. And I I had no idea about this. There were two dudes in the parking lot at Old Rich Stadium protesting ticket prices for the Bills. That's what they were doing. I mean, I mean, whatever you want to protest, if 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 Joe in Hamburg or whoever wants to, I think it's where you called from, Joe. Sorry, uh, called from wants to protest something. That's what you want to protest. I I mean, who's and then there's going to be a lot of people who say, well, that's not really true because I guarantee you the people who are protesting high ticket prices. There were others that came and said, "Yeah, but look at the Bills still have the lowest in the league." So what are you talking about? I think that's uh, I think we're parsing things there that really should not matter here at all. Jim and Depew, hi Jim, you're on WGR. Hey Sale, how are you? Good. Um, I think people obviously are being very upset that it's being disrespectful to the flag, mm-hmm. but we have to look a little farther. I think what is the flag supposed to represent? It's supposed to represent freedoms for every American that we all have the same rights. Well, let's look at it. The last man said there's more white men that are shot than black men. Well, maybe he's right statistically because there's more white people than black people. But I have to ask you as a person that's in the media, when was the last time you seen a white guy running unarmed and they shot him down dead? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really. That's that's not my my concern today on uh, on the air here. Let's go to Kevin in L.A. Hi, Kevin. You're on WGR. Hey, Sal. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the topic. Yep. Um, I also agree. Uh, show up in the Bulldog show the other day. Um, a lot of times I don't get into some of the things they say in their opinions, but I thought it was a powerful show. Yeah. Um. A little emotional with this one, to be honest. Uh, African-American, um, grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, but chose to accept the baseball scholarship in the South. I played uh, big-time Division One uh, baseball uh, in North Carolina, and I'm always saying that for context. Um, played a few games in the South. I uh, played shortstop, and this is only 10 years ago, Sal. Um, where I literally had fans of the opposing team. I was the only African-American on my team. Uh, throwing rocks at me, calling me the N word, um, and then I and, this, and then I fast forward, came back to California, and uh, I work for a Fortune 500 company. Um, I mean, uh, I'm an executive with the company, and as recent as last year, I was visiting our corporate office, and I had our founder and chair, his sister, uh, who works for the company come over to me and describe a robbery that took place at her house and describe how black people are so evil in this world. And I'm a lighter-skinned black guy, probably close to the color of uh, Colin. And uh, I've had the janitor in our building tell me how evil black people are, not knowing I'm African-American. So there was a caller on Show Up in the Bulldog that made a really good point, I thought. Since when did the military own the flag? That's flags for everyone. You know, I didn't I didn't like the way the last caller ended, but I love the way he started. And what he said was the flag represents all of us and our freedoms. That's what it truly represents. Absolutely. And I think it's really hard uh, for a lot of people that aren't of color, uh, Caucasian. I mean, racism is real, pal. And until we have the conversation, nothing's going to change. And, you know, you may not agree with the way he's going about it. But at least we're having the conversation. And I can say, as African-American, uh, 
male, it's extremely hurtful for people to judge by color. And I, w- I wish people would just keep an open mind. And I encourage Bill's fans on Sunday, if you want to boo Colin because he's the opposing quarterback, by all means, treat him just like any other quarterback. But please refrain from burning jerseys and things like that and respect this man. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate your phone call. I want to make things clear before I go to a break. I am the son of an Italian immigrant. I'm a first generation. Uh, My father came here, served this country, fought in a war, never even graduated high school. But yet, I will tell you that I am extremely proud and extremely appreciative of everything in this country that I have. So that's why I would never personally kneel or sit or protest anything dealing with this flag, this anthem. I would never do that. I don't like it. I don't like what Colin Kaepernick does. I don't like it. But I hate the reaction to it far more. Because that's not what we're supposed to be about. We'll take a time out, take more of your phone calls. 803-0550 on WGR. Good thoughts, good calls so far. Appreciate it. You know, I don't dip my toe into the these kinds of waters a lot, but sometimes it calls for it. And when it does, you know that I'm serious about it. And I, I appreciate you taking it serious with me, whether we agree or disagree on how we're coming about it. And I think this is exactly why we're having this discussion. These are discussions we all should have all the time um, about, you know, whether they reach mainstream talk radio and sports, you know, is one thing, but we should always at least be mindful of these conversations and have them in some way shape or form so today i think it's good that we're doing this i appreciate it uh we're not going to do it for the whole show but you're free to call the whole show with a take on it i'll obviously talk about the bills game coming up we'll talk sabers we'll do a lot of that stuff today but so far so good and uh we're a half hour in and i do appreciate the response so far 803-0550-888-552-550 let's go to uh i believe it's rick in north tonawanda hi rick you're on wgr hi um first of all i i can't uh tell you in words how much I am disgusted by the uh, behavior of this quarterback uh, for the 49ers, um, but that's not what I wanted to call about. Uh, I won't say anything demeaning about it. He has the right, but uh, we also have the right as fans to boo him and do whatever we think Absolutely, we, we can do. Mm-hmm. But what I really wanted to say is that to let uh, the Buffalo fans know what Buffalo is really all about is that I would like to see everybody in that stand singing the national anthem as loudly and as clearly as they can. Because I've been to a lot of sports events, the Bisons, the Sabres, the Bills, and I would say that maybe uh, you see 5 or 10% of the people there actually singing the anthem during, the, uh, during when they play it. You go to a lot of stadiums up in Montreal, for instance, uh, when you watch the Canadians play. I would say you get a 50% participation rate or maybe even higher of those that sing in the uh, Canadian National Anthem. Hey, I sing the Canadian Anthem. I know the words of both because when I was growing up going to the odd, I heard them all the time. I think I knew the words of the Canadian Anthem by the time of seven years old. I sing both. I know it, too. <laughs> and the thing is that uh, I think if the, if the uh, message was clear and loud and everybody sang it, this would resound throughout the nation. It would be on every network to televise it. As many times you can't hear that. Well, I tell you, in Chicago they cheer during it during at Blackhawks game. I think they 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 go crazy during that. But you remember the one time I remember that the crowd did that was in Boston, right after the Boston bombing and um, the marathon. The Sabers were there, and Renee Rancourt, the singer, he stopped singing, and the rest of the crowd did. Uh, Rick, that was it was really it was emotional. It was great. I mean, I think 
every year, every week stadiums should sound like that. And I think that's your point, actually. But uh, all right. Thanks for the thoughts, at least. Uh, and thanks for the call. Uh, what, what's this person's name? Sewell in Buffalo? All right. Sewell. What, go ahead. What, how do you say your name? Sue. Sue, thank you very much for calling. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Yes, thanks for um, taking my call. And this is an important discussion because I think we often live in our own little bubble, just around our own group of people that kind of think like us. So it's good to get different views on the table. I just want to make a few brief points. Um, like, I don't know if y'all seen the bets for Kaepernick. So I just want to say I'm a veteran myself. So not all vets think it's disrespectful. I, I think most vets I've spoken to said that uh, they support his right to do it simply because that's why they fought. Right. And some vets actually fully support it, too, because the military is just like any other part of society. Yes, we all come together for the specific mission, but there's many different opinions that people don't have this opinion about stuff at all. So I just want to make that point, too. Yeah, I understand that. Yes, and I just wanted to say, too, there was a previous caller that said more white people get shot by the police than black people. Yes, that is true, because there's more white people in the country. There's about uh, 160 more million white people than black people in the country. Black people is only 13% of the population. The percentage is what people are mad about. Black people are 2.5 times more likely to get shot by a police officer than white people. And one more point, they mentioned Chicago, kind of like the black and black crime thing. There are people in the black community that address black and black crime and all these issues all the time, just not covered by the, the media. There's many different peacekeeper organizations and groups that address these problems all the time. Just people don't know about it. Uh, I want to make those points. Yeah, no, no, because I, I, I wanted to just thank you for your service, though, before you held uh, one off the line. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Can I ask you a football question? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, by all means, please. All right. So do you think our wide receiver core is strong enough to make the playoffs um, if Sammy don't come back towards the end of the season? Because I'm really worried about uh, wide receiver core. I understand Tyrod got to play better, definitely. On, on the hoof, pa- on paper, on the hoof, I do not. But if they continue with this formula and they play the kind of defense and special teams they have, it's possible. Look, what, I mean, look, the Super Bowl champions last year, you know, played this. They had, they might have, they had better wide receivers maybe at the time, but they had awful quarterback play, so their passing game wasn't good enough. So on paper, on the hoof, I would say no. But a two things in their favor, Sewell. Number one. The way the defense is playing in the special teams, you can want and the and the way they're running, you can win with this formula on any given week. And B, look around the conference; there aren't really a lot of great teams in the AFC. It's kind of open now. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so that's what I think. So, I appreciate it again. Uh, thanks for your phone call. I, I want to say this about before we get way off the tracks on statistics of people being shot and what color they are and things like that. I don't want to use the words I don't care because I do care about people being shot and unarmed people being shot. Of course I do. But that's not the point of the protest. Whether you have right statistics or wrong statistics does not matter. It's simply what the person who is protesting feels. That's the way protests work. That's why companies go on strike. The NFL players went on strike in 1987. Many, many, many people in this country felt, oh my God, they're making millions of dollars. Why are they going on strike? It doesn't matter. If they felt that they had a reason to protest, to strike, they do it. Whatever your protest is in your mind for, whether the statistics match up with what you think or, or want, to, want them to be, doesn't really matter. It just doesn't. If you have something in your mind you think is wrong, you're going to protest. If you go to your job and something's wrong at your place of work, and you say, I'm going to protest. I'm not going to do that thing you want me to do. Your boss might come to you and say, well, you know, 
look at these numbers here. This shows that what you're saying is wrong of why you're disagreeing with this. But, so it doesn't matter. If, if that's what you think, that's what matters overall. Excuse me. But I, I just don't want to get down in the rabbit hole of statistic this, statistic that. There are. I took a college class on this where I can tell you, you can massage so many statistics, so many ways, anything you want to do. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong about those stats because everyone's going to call them and have their own take and regard for that. All I'm telling you is it, it doesn't matter truly in a protest what the statistics really are. It's whatever the person is protesting feels. That's how the conversation starts. And then you can have that debate if you want, but I, I just don't want to do it here. Let's go to Jack and Blaisdell. Jack, you're on WGR. Hey, how you doing today? Good, thank you. Couldn't agree more about you with the stats because you can make anything look anyway. That's right. Um, but the whole entire thing is I was in the service for eight years. It really upsets me when someone doesn't stand for the flag. But as long as Kaepernick is really heavy on this stuff, maybe tonight he'd like to go down on the east side and talk to the people there. And Because Sammy Watkins will not even go to his old neighborhood. And his parents, they had that article in the Buffalo News. So if you're going to walk the walk, go down and talk the talk. I understand. I don't. I, I think you're asking a little too much there. I think he's done some things in his neighborhood, but I think to say it like that, like, look, these guys get in here, they have meetings. He's got a game. He's a professional. You know, he's not going to go in, in a neighborhood in Buffalo to do that. I mean, that, he he can he can do that in the off season in San Francisco or whatever. And I don't know the actual you know um, things that he should do. I think there's a lot of ideas of what he can do, Jack. There's no doubt about that. I'll bet anything in the world he will not go into those neighborhoods. If Sammy Watkins won't go into. The- I, I I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. You can say it. Uh, again. Again. I, if you're expecting Colin Kaepernick to show up in Buffalo tonight and go walk around neighborhoods, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just unreasonable. But it is reasonable on that note to expect him to go into places in San Francisco or wherever to address issues. I just That's not happening in Buffalo, New York tonight. Sorry. Paul in Buffalo, you're on WGR. Go ahead. Hey, Sal. How are you doing? Today? Good. Good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say I think that he has the right to do that. Um, obviously through our forefathers that have fought for the country, but um, I would like them to stand up so that our team could knock them down. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say, and I think the caller a couple... What do you mean by that? Like, during the game? Well, yeah, it's just a little, you know, go ahead, stand up so we could knock you back. I got you, I got you. You're, 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 I got you, I got you. Go ahead. But the guy that said to sing the national anthem, he's right. But we need to sing it as soon as he takes his first snap. So that if he takes a knee, then it works out into the Bills' favor. <sighs> okay, thanks. Obviously, that's just. I, I, I mean, are people joking when they say that? I've heard that. I've read that on Twitter this week. The, we should sing the national anthem or play it in the stadium when he's on the field under center. Like, really? Come on, you're better than that. I hope you're joking when you say that. I think that hopefully you're facetious when you say that. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll do take a little more on this. Paul Hamilton's coming up at noon. We're going to shift the conversation. Talk a little Sabers. As if this week wasn't uh, already controversial slash bad enough, sad face enough for us. Oh my gosh. What are we going to do about that? We'll take more of your phone calls. So we've got a few minutes left in this segment. If you want to get on board now, we'll do that. 803-0550-888-550-2550. Sal Capaccio, thanks for the discussion here today. I think it's important. I'm glad we're having it on WGR. Going to be really uh, interesting tomorrow. I'm interested in it. I really am. I, I'm, I'm from a, a, a news perspective. And you got to remember, I'm on the field. I mean, that, this is part of it, too. I'll, I'll be on the field tomorrow. What I've done, actually, every week, every week during Bills games, during the anthem, I stand at attention. And I've actually, because I'm on the Bills side there, I look down every week. I, I, I try to look to see 
if there's anyone kneeling or have a hand up or sit and sitting. And in, for the Bills case, it has not been that way. And I don't remember seeing anybody on the other side of the field. I try to look as well, but I can't really see as well if there's people behind. But I have looked, and, and tomorrow will be interesting because I'll be on the field with Colin Kaepernick. I'll be looking at that, and I will stand at attention, and I will respect the American flag and the national anthem because I think that's the right thing to do. But just because I don't agree with him you know, doing because I don't like him doing that also doesn't mean I'm going to run across the field and shout obscenities into his face. I'm not going to do that either. That makes me even worse than anything that I could, any type of dislike I have for what he's doing. And I think that's where we've gone here, and that's why I defend him so much, actually. I've been defending him more as this whole thing's gone on, simply because of the stupid, vitriolic reaction from others that is way worse. And that proves his point, essentially. Let's go to Chris and Tonawana. Hi, Chris. You're on WGR. Hi, Phil. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for coming out last Monday to the Tonawana Football Clinic to do the taping of the Out of Bounds show. Uh, I'm the commissioner for the Tonawana Football Clinic, and I just want to say that was such a great encouragement for those kids to have you and Aaron Williams and Lorenzo Alexander out there to do that show, and it was just such an encouragement for those kids. So on that point, I want to say thank you. Well, it was our pleasure, and it was the fir- I think it was the first time I had about you know 20 different kids ask me for autographs on hats. So they hope they know that I don't play for the Bills, but it was fun. I was glad to do it, and I'm sure the uh, football players were. So thanks for having us out there, Chris. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. On Kaepernick, uh, as a veteran, too, I don't support what he did. But I just want to say to the Bills fans, as a veteran, during the National Anthem, stand tall, stand proud, sing it loud and proud. Don't do anything that's going to bring embarrassment on our community or as Bills fans. You want to boom, boom, but during the anthem, I hope everybody has a little respect and just sings the anthem loud and proud. Let Kaepernick hear that, you know, hear that and let that speak for us as Bills fans. I mean, the worst thing we can do is make ourselves look silly by doing something, you know, outrageous. I mean, we don't need to do that. Let's have some class and let's just represent us as Americans and as Bill fans in a classy manner. I, I'm with you. First of all, thanks for your service, Chris. I think we should do that every week, honestly. I think people should stand loud and proud every week for, for, for that flag and what it represents in this country. And if someone else wants to protest, that's okay. That's, that's, that's up to them. That, that's, that's what we do in this country. It's, it's the hallmark and the backbone of of this country since people were throwing tea into rivers. It's not for me. I don't want to do it. I want to sing that anthem. I want to show how proud I am of this country, but it's okay if someone else feels differently because of certain experiences or whatever. That's what makes this country great, by the way. Let's go to Scott Norcher Park. Scott, you're on WGR. Hey, Jeremy. How are you? I'm okay, but my name's not Jeremy. It's Sal. Oh, Sal. Well, you know, it would help if I knew I was calling, right? That's all right. That's all right. Jeremy's on in the mornings, but I I understand it's Saturday. You're ready to rock and roll. What's up, man? I got you guys mixed up. You know, I got a question. My question is, what is Kaepernick protesting? I mean, I think I know the answer. But He's protesting police brutality and injustice and inequality throughout the country. Well, I think he's protesting America, and I think that's why everybody gets so upset about it. Well, I don't think he's protesting America. He has made it clear. He said he does not hate America. He's protesting things that are happening in America. No, when you wear a Fidel Castro T-shirt. Which was a horrible decision by him, of course. But that tells you what he's really protesting. He's not protesting rogue cops. If he was protesting rogue cops, I think everybody, every caller in would be on his side. The problem is, is his message of his protest is an anti-American 
Well, I, I think part of the problem, part of the problem, Scott, is, and I think you touched on something. He's been his own worst enemy in this a little bit. He he wore the socks and he wore the C- Castro shirt, and so, but, that really obviously rubs people wrong. And I I agree with you to that point, but he really is. I I I agree with you to that point, but I would say this to you. I think anytime we have a protest like this, whether it's somebody on a bus who doesn't give up their seat or somebody who's marching, it's not that those people hate America. There are people in this country who hate America. It's not that those people do. It's that those people are protesting a form of injustice in America, and they actually want the country to be what it's supposed to be. Let me just say, I, it's your show, so I know you get to talk, but let me just say this. You go ahead. If, if you're going to pick a protest, no matter what it is, and, and I don't think anybody that calls in disagrees with the fact that he has the right to protest, and mm-hmm. I always hear... That's the first defense. Oh, he has the right to do this. Of course he has the right to do this. I have the right right to walk down the sidewalk, you know, in a Speedo, but I choose not to do that. And Thank God. The, real, the reality of it is, is if you're going to pick a protest, you should try to pick a protest that symbolizes what you're protesting. This Everybody, most people, or the ones that are upset about this, see it as an attack against America. Now, maybe that's not his intention, but that is, that is the perception, and that's why so many people are upset about it. If you got up and said, I want to talk about the unnecessary killing by rogue cops, that's a travesty, and that should stop. How- well, this is his way to do it, Scott, and I don't know, and, and, and you, I understand what you're saying, but... He's missed- He's missed his he's missed his objective. Well, why? Because but but are, are, haven't we been talking about it for an hour? So I don't think he has missed it. Oh, he has missed it. Because no, what we're talking about is whether he's whether he's stupid for what he did. We're not talking about the injustice that may be going on. We're talking about him. He has missed the mark. Okay, understandable. I, I get you. I get you, Scott. I think I think I think we're both a little off on this, but I I totally understand your point, and I I see where you're coming from about that. I. I think that's how protests start, though, and what they do. They, they, they start the conversation. Then where you take the conversation's up to you. But th- those are some good thoughts, Scott. Totally. I mean, very intelligent call. Thank you very much. No doubt about it. Not trying to cut you off. I just have one more caller to get to before the top of the hour. It's Eddie in Lancaster. Eddie, you're on WGR. Go ahead. Sal Capaccio. Sal Okay. I lo- has a good ring to it, man. Yeah, I know. It can't get it out of my head. <laughs> you're, great. you're great. You're on the air, and I appreciate um, your opinion. Um, unfortunately, I disagree with the previous caller. Uh, I do believe, I, mean, I don't know how he can speak for what everyone's perception is of, or what most people's perception is. Yeah, I, the most, I will say this, Eddie, and I'll let you talk. I, most people that I've interacted with on this on an intelligent basis have not said, I think he hates America or is protesting America. They feel that maybe they don't like what he's doing, but I don't think they've gone to that spot. It's, they say he's protesting something happening in America. That's correct. And if, if you do the research, which people don't want to do, if you listen to what he says after, and, you know, um, as you said earlier, this country is based on protest. Without the protest, we have our rights will be taken away. There is no doubt about it. Um, I would be, you know, I would be proud. I would be so proud if the entire stadium, 80,000, dropped to a knee with them. Really? That's what would make me proud. Why, why is that? Because that shows that. We as a community have an open mind. We have an open ear. We understand what's going on. It's not disrespectful to our flag. In fact, it is respectful to our flag. Um, the hmm. fact that, you know, I could, I could go onto a knee just to say, why are we, my children are now 15 through 19. My children have never lived in a, an America that's not at war. Okay. Um, but, you know, what, can I, can I complain about that? Or is that un-American? 
Well, you can do whatever you want. I will tell you this, Eddie. I appreciate. I think it's a good. It's a. It's a good phone call to end this hour on because we're going to switch the topic because I think you are. Fine. You are. You are way different than anybody else's called. So I appreciate that. I do. I really do. Uh, and thank you very much. But I will tell you, I will not take a knee. I think it's. I don't think it's right. I think it is disrespectful. But I'm not going to go and yell any obscenities at Colin Kaepernick or call him the N word like so many people have, which I think is way worse. But I understand. All these different arguments and where they can be formulated through our experiences and things like that. That was a little different take. I'm glad we got one of those takes. Even though I disagree with Eddie, I'm glad we got one. It's a good place to stop and start talking hockey. Do we really have to talk about hockey and Jack Eichel's injury? Yes, we do, because the Sabres started this week, and they are only 0-1. So all of you who are Googling NHL 2017 entry draft... Hold on, okay? Just let's hold on and see where we can go with this thing. We'll talk to Paul Hamilton when we come back next, and we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk hockey. We'll get into football. We got John Scott from Time Warner Cable News joining us here at uh, 1 o'clock. And on the sports side of things, he's a Cleveland guy. We'll talk ALCS as well here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.